0: Let us celebrate the future. Amen. Amen. As we stand for the reading of God's word, let me also say a very special thank you to all of you who've come out this morning on this rainy Sunday morning, fifth Sunday. All oh, so many people are here in the balcony and all over the church, and the devil is a liar. I, I must confess, last night I was listening to the weather report, Deacon Parker, and I'm going, Lord, is anybody going to be in church tomorrow? get here at eight o'clock this morning and church full of people and you're here not because you love pastor Jackson, but because you serve an amazing God. Amen. So give God a hand of praise. Amen. There's a word from the Lord in this year of supernatural revelation. Our text this morning is found in the book of Joshua, one of my favorite books in all of the Bible. Because it is a book of transition. The book of Joshua, chapter number four, and verses seven and eight. We're reading this morning for a clearer understanding of the text from the New Living Translation. From the New Living Translation. Joshua chapter four, verses seven and verse eight, from the New Living Translation. Hear the reading of God's holy words. Then you can tell them. They remind us that the Jordan River stopped flowing when the ark of the Lord's covenant went across. These stones, somebody say these stones, will stand as a memorial among the people of Israel forever. Verse 8, so the men did as Joshua had commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan River, one for each tribe. Just as the Lord had told Joshua, they carried them to the place where they camped for the night. And here's where the subject is found. And constructed the memorial there. And the church said, Amen. Before you sit down, reach over and catch someone by the hand. Here's the subject for today's message. on This fifth Sunday, amen. On this Memorial Day weekend, here's the subject. Look at someone and say, a special memorial. Amen, a special memorial. Clap those hands and give God a hand of praise. You may be seated. Amen. On this... Memorial Day weekend, as we take time to honor and to pay a very special and sincere tribute to all the brave men and women who have sacrificed so much, fighting battles far and near, ensuring and protecting our Freedom. In fact, I want to pause as I did this morning doing eight and ask all the men and women who've ever served in the armed forces and if you're serving now to just stand all over this worship center. Now, by the way, come on, we all ought to stand and give God a hand of praise. Reach over and tell them thank you. Thank you, Deacon Melton. Thank you, others. Thank you to so many of you that have served. And so as we take the time this day to say thank you, to all of you who have sacrificed fighting these battles away from your family in strange countries and strange lands, just to ensure and protect our freedom, the Lord has also instructed me to encourage all of us To also take the time to remember on this weekend, on this day, at this moment, the battles that he has fought on our behalf. Tell somebody, God has fought my battles. Some of you act like God has never fought battles for you. But to those of you that know that there have been some battles that you could not have won. God had not been on your side. May I get a witness or two? So God says, Daryl, this would be a good Sunday to, to remind everyone to remember what he has done and the battles he has fought on our behalf, both small and great battles, both seen." And the old church used to say unseen battles. How many of you know that? I love the old church. Mother Williams, you know about this and others. They used to say, "Giving honor to God for protecting me from dangers seen and unseen. We were young then, Chip. We used to laugh at those old mothers until I got old. Older. (laughs) Amen. And I started having some battles that I was engaged in. Some of them seen and some unseen. I changed my own testament and say, giving an honor to God. Thank God for protecting me from danger seen. Ooh, somebody say an unseen. Amen. And so so as 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 we celebrate, not just those who have fought, uh, soldiers who, who've died, because many, many of our great men and women who've died in battle. We pay tribute to them too. But God says, remember what I've done. And in fact, he died in battle also on Calvary's cross just to deliver us from situations that we would not have been delivered from if God had not been on our side. God has fought battles to ensure our freedom and to ensure our well-being in fact the reason why some of you in fact all of us are so blessed today is because god says you have no need to fight this fight the battle is not yours but the battle is mine said the lord come on can anybody just thank god for fighting battles seen unseen battles for you listen it is so easy when we have reached a point of success. It is so easy after we've reached a point of comfort in our lives that we somehow just seem to forget how we got there. Can I keep it real? It, it, nothing disturbs me more as an ungrateful person. Hey Amen. They used to say, Nothing worse than an ungrateful. You can deal with a broke person, a sick person. You can deal with somebody that's even a little crazy. Amen. But somebody that's ungrateful, that's just nothing, nothing, nothing does God's heart, breaks his heart anymore than people who have reached a point in their life. And they take all the credit for all of God's glory. Amen. Amen. They, it, it, it's all about them. Look at what I've done, my resume. I've, I've achieved this. I have these degrees, and I've, I've done this and that. But the truth of the matter is, you could not have done anything if God had not been on your side. Amen. Anybody know that God's been good to you? Has God been good to anyone? Listen, I have... In times past, in sermons in previous years, in past years, I have referred to this kind of mindset as historical amnesia. Some folks suffer from historical amnesia, forgetting where we have come from, how we got to where we are, as well as who helped us to get there. Some, sometimes people forget you didn't do it on your own. You didn't get here by yourself. And I, I know it's good. Some folks, I don't want to look back. I want to go back. I never want to go back to those days. But every now and then, we ought to just throw our hands up and tell the Lord, I thank you. Because you have brought me from a mighty long ways. David writes in Psalms 1. 21 I will lift mine eyes unto the hills, and with cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. He goes on, David does to write in Psalms 124 if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, Paul says to Agrippa in Acts, to end of the book of Acts, he says, Having therefore obtained Help from God I have continued until this day just tell somebody I had some help tell them God has been good to me I I would never take credit for what God has done because you know what if God had not done it you wouldn't be sitting up in anybody's church this morning some of you didn't have sense enough to help yourself but God made a way out of nowhere, brought you from a mighty long ways, and you got to learn how to give God some praise. I don't care who you're sitting next to, or, 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 or who you are now. You you ought to have a praise somewhere in the depths of your belly. Tell God I would have lost my mind a long time ago. Woo! May I preach this? Mother Simmons, I told the church at eight that when I was young, we used to sit in the back of the church, we all would laugh at the old folk, Mother Josephine Anderson, Maggie Anderson, the rest of them, I thank God, because God is a heart fixer and a mind regulator, and I used to sit back there with Floretta and Lorraine and all of you say, what in the world is a mind regulator? I I thought they were crazy. I never even heard of such thing as a mind regulator until I got a little older, Delilah. And I started going through some stuff, and I had my own children and had to deal with demons trying to kill my family and, and trying to drive me crazy. And I had more bills and I had money to pay. And I started saying, thank God for a mind regulator. Glory! I'm, I'm glad I'm still. The old folks used to say, I thank God I'm still in my right mind. Y'all don't, can I preach? When I was young, I said, what in the world is your right mind? A baby until you've gone through something. Tell somebody, you just go through a little bit more. And when the devil tries to drive you crazy, tries to steal your joy, tries to steal your peace, if you can wake up with your right mind, you ought to give God a praise and say, "Ah, thank God. Woo! Thank God. Still got my right mind. Woo! Yeah. Ah, I feel like having church. <laughs> Y'all better watch out. Amen. A praise may break out. Somebody may just remember you haven't always been in your right mind. But God, help me declare, but God. The truth is, the truth of the matter is, all of us, look at somebody and say, all of us, no matter who we are, how successful we may now be, all of us have benefited from the Lord's grace and mercy, which have allowed us, To overcome many obstacles hardships as we now enjoy a blessed life but David declares surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life Uh, Jeremiah writes in the book of Lamentations it is of the Lord's mercies we have not been consumed his compassion fail not It is renewed every morning. Anybody know that you have benefited from God's grace and mercy? Amen. We all have done things that we deserved justice, but God gave us grace. And that's why it it baffles me how we cannot be forgiving. Consider how much we have been forgiven. Let me say that again. It baffles me how some folk cannot be forgiving considering how much you have been forgiven. All of us have made mistakes. All of us have done things wrong. In fact, we ought to embrace people who've made mistakes, not throw them out. Because if God was to mark iniquity, who would be able to stand? The Bible says all of our righteousness is as filthy rags. None of you are good enough to have made it by yourself. In fact, there's some things that happen in your life you are so glad that nobody knows about it but you and God. I'm glad to know that God can keep a secret. somebody ought to say amen. I am so glad to know that God ain't on Facebook. And God does not have a Twitter account. I'm glad to know that God doesn't have to put all your business out. Amen. You can tell God some things and God can hold it between just you and God. Some of your thoughts have convicted you. Some of you thought about doing some things that God blocked. Some things the devil brought your way that you didn't even see. In fact, there are some blessings that you ought to praise God for that 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 God delivered you out of some things that never came your way Ooh, I feel like preaching anybody can praise God for the blessings you know but what about the demons you did not know what about the demons you thought were your friends but have always been your demons to destroy you and God blocked it before it could manifest itself when the devil raises his hands up against you, the spirit of the Lord blocks some things. Woo! Somebody ought to say, thank you, Lord. Come on, just think of one or two things that God did that only God could do and Tell the Lord, thank you. Tell the Lord, I thank you, Lord. Come on, give God a praise and tell him, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Has God been good to anybody? Has God made ways out of no way? On this Memorial Day weekend, come on, you ought to remember some things that only God could have done. Situations only God could have brought you out. And give the Lord a praise and tell the Lord, thank you. Yes. I need you to help me with this next sentence. Tell somebody, yes, we all on this journey to success have had our ups and downs, our good days and bad days, but thanks be to God Almighty. The good days outweigh the bad days, and I can still say thank you. Woo, I, somebody just feel a thank you praise. Raising up in you right now. I know somebody sitting up to use well, away. It doesn't take all that You ought to you ought to just be quiet You are making too much of look at him and say baby if you only knew my story if you only had an idea Of the things I have been through if you knew all the things that God did for me that nobody else know You would be shouting for me right now Has he been good to anybody? Come on, don't let the devil steal your praise. Every now and then, we ought to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Shabbat the Lord from the depths of your belly. Just yell, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Sit down. He brought me from a mighty long ways. Mother, he has brought us from a mighty, mighty long ways. As we turn and transition to the text, let us, if you will, examine what the Lord says to the children of Israel as it relates to them not forgetting where they have come from as well as what they have come through. In this wonderful text, Joshua has just succeeded Moses as God's ordained leader. Joshua was, was young. He had succeeded Moses. He had gone through so much. Moses had led them for 40 years, and now it was Joshua's time. He was nervous. He was apprehensive. But God gave him a word. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 6, God tells Joshua, be strong and be courageous. For you are the one, New Living Translation, who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. goes on to say to Joshua in verse 7 of chapter 1, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them. To every young adult in here, God says don't deviate from his word. Turning either to the right or to the left, he said then you will be successful in everything you do. We need to know that if God be for us, nobody else can be against us. And so the Lord speaks to Joshua and tells him this is now your time. Moses, my servant, is dead, says in Joshua 1. He says, rise up and cross over this Jordan River. Listen, the first assignment Joshua had as a new leader was to lead a new generation. I need you to hear this. A new generation, all who were born in the wilderness, people who never knew Egypt. People that never knew the bondages of 400 years of captivity. They were all born in the wilderness. They've never owned anything for themselves. They were all wilderness babies. God tells Joshua, your first assignment as a leader is to lead this new generation across the Jordan River into their land of promise. Listen, the Jordan River was important because it served as a point of demarcation, a demarcation point between where they had been and what they had been through and where they were going. Listen, every now and then, God brings you to a point in your life where you're at a crossroads between where you've been and where God is going to take you and you must make some decisions. God said, this is where you've come from. This is where I want to send you, but it's now up to you. Listen, the text. God says to Joshua that just like their ancestors who were led by Moses out of Egypt 40 years ago had to encounter the Red Sea, Joshua, these new generation of wilderness babies we have to encounter the Jordan River. Listen, this is important for every young person in here. Every generation will have its own unique set of challenges. That's important because an older generation does not need to minimize what young people are going through. Nor do young people need to minimize what older people have already gone through. I need you to hear me. Everyone would have its challenges. Challenges that my son's generation faced different from the challenges that I faced. Challenges that I faced were different from the challenges that my parents faced. Challenges that my granddaughter would face would be different from the challenges that her father's generation will face. Everyone will have their own challenge. Don't you think the enemy is going to allow you to live challenge-free? I need to preach to somebody because somehow we think because we are believers and we come to church uh, that the enemy is not going to bother you. Everybody's going to have a challenge. You're going to have challenges that's going to shake the core foundation of who you are and what you believe. And you've got to declare for God I live and for God I die. When others around you are doing what is convenient and what is enjoyable, you've got to take a stand for the Lord. Everybody, look at somebody and say, everyone has a challenge. Listen, Joshua realized that crossing the Jordan River would be a monumental challenge, especially this time of the year during what was known as the harvest season. Why? Because the riverbanks were overflowing. The waters in the Jordan were at its highest point. I said to the church this morning, only God can tell you to do the most difficult thing at the worst time. Tell somebody only God can tell you to do it now and do the hardest thing at the worst time. But God says, I chose this time because I did not want it to be easy. I need you to understand that this is a challenge. And on the other side of this is your promise. I'm preaching to somebody who's going through something right now. Come on, just grab somebody by the hand and say, on the other side of this is your promise but you must get through this. Can I preach? Tell somebody you've got to get through this. Here's what God said. He says, I, I've got a promise for you, but it's on the other side of an overflowing river called Jordan. And if you thought you were just going to easily Walk through this. You've got to think again. Because God says what sometimes is easily achieved is often not appreciated. And Chip, that's why we are hard on young people and we tell them sometimes you got to go through it. You got to learn it the hard way and there are no shortcuts to things. And and sometimes you think that people have been hard on you, but what they're really doing is teaching you something that it makes you appreciate it. Because after you've gone through some things, you can appreciate the journey that you've come through. It's not easy. Touch somebody and say it's not easy. See, we get so easily discouraged, and we like to quit whenever things don't go our way and drop out. I'm not going to do it anymore. But, but you got to learn how to hold your head up high and say, although the Jordan River is overflowing its banks during this time of my life, God said, cross it now. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody I need you to look at somebody and say, God says do it now. God says do it now. I know it's not a good time because it's hard right now, but God likes you to do a hard thing because when you have come through a hard thing. The enemy has to give God the glory because the enemy knows that you do not have the capacity to do it by yourself. How many of you ever come through a hard thing? Let me preach to this side of the church. Anybody ever been through toils and snares and hard difficult things in your family, on your job? But when the Lord brought you through, you told the devil, I have taken your best shot and I am still standing. I still believe that the God I serve is a good God. So every now and then, we've got to celebrate a hard thing. Somebody clap your hands and say, thank God for hard things, for difficult things. Listen hear the instructions Joshua I need you to get the priest and before the people get in the river (laughs) I'm going to do something I'm going to get in there first I wish you can catch this so I need you Elder Frank, here's what he told them: to go get the ark of the covenant which represents my presence And place it on the priest's shoulders. And the ark represented the presence of God. God says, I'll never send you to a place that I don't go there with you. I'm preaching to somebody who's been in a... And if you are in between and a rock and a hard place, guess what? God was there first. Take the ark. Put it on the priest's shoulders. Here's what I want you to do. And I want to exercise some faith. And then he tells them, I need you to move forward. I need you to move forward. And he tells them in verse number eight, and when you reach the banks of the river, God has never given us a challenge to retreat every challenge the lord has ever given us about any situation in our life involves facing it and moving forward baby if you are backing up then you're not obeying the instructions of the lord because god has never said back up and run god said if there's a problem you move forward put me on your shoulders and Take me with you and tell the priest that when you reach the banks of the river, take a few steps in the middle of the river and stop there. What you want me to do, God, is to step into a bad situation and know that everything is going to be all right. Every now and then, you ought to have enough faith to walk into the den of lions and tell the devil I am not backing up. Y'all don't like me on this job, but I refuse to quit. Y'all are trying to fire me, but it will not work. You're trying to drive me crazy, but I'm going to show up Monday morning with a Holy Ghost smile on my face and say, I took your best shot and I am still standing. May I preach? Should I preach? Listen, take my presence on your shoulders and I don't want you to retreat because listen, if God be for you, there is no backing up. Let me say, this. if God is on your side, what are you worried about? If God be for you? Why are you running from your enemies? Why are you allowing them to make you cry at night? Why do you pull your hair out wondering what demons are doing, trying to do to you? The devil is a liar. Touch somebody and say, the devil is a liar. Say, God is more than what I need. Take the ark. Tell somebody, take the ark. Here's what he says. Take the ark. Put it on the priest's shoulders. And don't run in the opposite direction of the flood. Because tell somebody the river has flooded. Only God can tell you walk into the flood. But here's the difference. You don't go by yourself. Because as long as God is on your shoulders, everything is going to be all right. Tell your neighbor, you got to take God with you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? Take my presence. Walk towards the river. Step in the middle of it. And the Bible says, when their feet hit the river's edge, when their feet hit the waters, something happened. The flood backed up. I'm preaching to somebody right now, and you've been dealing with a flood in your life, and you've been dealing with a bad situation. God told me to tell you, you will not drown. When your feet hit the problem, God says, I'll back up the rivers of Jordan. And what you thought would kill you, would bless you. And I'll dry up every demon and every naysayer in your life. Get ready for a mighty move of God. Tell somebody, get ready. Come on, leave your seat and touch your neighbor. And say, neighbor, God is about to do the supernatural. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Ooh. And so, as long as God was on their shoulders, ooh, no weapon. Say that again. As long as God is with you. Say it one more time. As long, help me preach this and say as long as. As God is with you no weapon formed against you shall prosper and when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against your enemy touch your neighbor and say neighbor The flood is about to back up. The flood is about to back up. What the enemy thought would kill you is gonna bless you. And you're gonna walk in the very place the enemy thought would destroy you. So the Bible says they stood in the midst of the Jordan River and it went dry. And everybody crossed on dry ground help me preach to your neighbor and say neighbor everybody in your family you're gonna be all right your son your daughter your granddaughter your guy yeah 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 i feel like preaching y'all have to excuse me god has given me a prophetic word of supernatural revelation touch your neighbor and say neighbor everybody that's with you It's gonna be all right. I'll bless your house. I'll bless their house. I'll bless the classroom. I'll bless the automobile. I'll bless the highways. Get ready, get ready. God said it's gonna be all right. God said it's gonna be all right. Touch your neighbors say neighbor. The river is about to back up!
1: The flood is about to back up! Get ready!
0: This is a good place to put a praise on it. This is a good place to put a praise on it. Tell your neighbor, hold on for one minute. Let me put a praise on it. This is a good spot this is a good time this is a good chance to put a praise on it
1: come on and clap those hands get ready tell somebody get ready The flood is about to back up, get ready. The river is about to dry up, get ready.
0: Now listen, on this Memorial Day weekend, God says, when you have crossed over, here's what the text says, and when everybody crossed over on dry ground, then the Lord says, go back to the very place where you stood and get 12 stones from that situation that you thought would kill you, get a memory, get a praise. Get some joy from that very place that should have taken your life and build a memorial for this, what God has done. In the end of chapter 4, it says, and when the next generation ask this question, what meaneth these stones? Tell them, this is where the Lord has brought me over. Can anybody remember what the Lord has done for you? Lift your hands and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I praise you. Let me give you something. Stand to your feet. We're about to go, but I want to drop something on you. we we'll deal with this Tuesday. A special memorial. We'll serve these three purposes. And then we're done. Because God told me don't get too excited today. I need them to listen. A special memorial will serve these three purposes. Look at somebody and says, This memorial that you build for the Lord, a memorial of praise, a memorial of worship, a memorial of steadfastness, a memorial of salvation, will remind them, he's talking to the children of Israel, that it was God's grace and mercy that made it possible for them to live in their place of promise, a land of opportunity and prosperity. Why should you build a memorial? Because it reminds you of God's grace and mercy. Don't always cover up all your scars. In fact, I tell people I love for some of my scars to show. I want folk to remember what the enemy tried to do to me because it reminds people what God has done. Amen? Here's the second reason for this. This special memorial, catch someone by the hand, and say this special memorial would also serve to remind them not to ever forget where they've come from or what they've come through. Now hold those hands and say, you should never forget where you've come from or what you've come through. Look at your neighbor say, build a memorial. Ooh. And here's the third and the final one. This is my favorite one. Catch the hands again. And on Tuesday night, we're going to share something special about this one. This special memorial, tell your neighbor this special memorial would serve as a constant reminder. Let's make it personal to our enemies of what the Lord has done and what the Lord can also do. Every now and then, when folks see you, they see what the Lord has done. For every future enemy in your life, build a memorial. For every future demon or devil, when they see your praise, when they see your worship, they will say, this is what God has already done. And here's the good news, if he did it then, he can do it again. Come on and clap those hands. Make your way to this altar. If he did it then, and I know everybody doesn't always come to the altar, but I think this is a special weekend, a special day to remember. Make your way down those aisles. As you come, listen to the song that Pastor Donna McClurklin writes. Great is your mercy towards me. Your loving kindness towards me. Your tender mercies. <laughs> Woo. I see day, day after day. Forever faithful Woo. What a powerful word oh, the Darryl, is it powerful words of song That's why I love musicians such as yourself And other praise and worship leaders Because it speaks to us Forever faithful Towards me And you're always providing Is God always providing For me Great is Somebody help me say, great is, come on, say it again, great is your mercies towards me. Great is your grace. Come on, leave your seats wherever you are. Walk down the aisles right now. God is dealing with you right now. Come on, right now, right now. Come on, God is speaking to you right now. As the choir sing this song, amen. We all have had our wilderness experiences. But God says now it's time to cross over you. Your
1: mercy mercy towards me. Thank you. Your loving kindness towards Uh, me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Your tender mercies I see. Today, oh, oh yeah, yeah. we're all my
0: worshipers. Forever. forever, faithful. Lift those hands as we worship. Me. Ever faithful. Always provide oh. for me. Uh, great, is, great is your mercy. T- t- for Great is your grace. Great is your grace. Come on, everybody lift your voice and tell them, Great, Great
1: is your mercy woo. towards me. Pure love yeah. and your loving kindness. Your kindness towards me. Uh, your tender yeah.
0: Forever faithful, always, always, abiding. always abiding
1: oh. great is your mercy. Your mercy me. Great is your grace. <laughs> yeah.
0: Ooh, come on, tell them where right Where are my worshippers? Is a memorial of praise. This is a praise memorial. Your loving kindness, your tender tender. I'm a faithful one. Is- today those arms around somebody else's shoulders I'm hearing God says my instructions are not easy some of you have been instructed to move forward towards something that is difficult and I'm not telling you it's going to be easy but the worst time to cross the Jordan River was this time of the year the river banks are overflowing and the flood of the river is at its highest point God says my instructions to you are to move forward towards your greatest obstacles your greatest hardships at this time of your life but here's the good news God says take me with you (laughs) and if I am with you the ark of the covenant represented the presence of God if I am with you it doesn't matter where you're going or how tough it may be if I am with you everything is going to be all right and the moment their feet hit the water The Bible say the rivers backed up and they all came across on dry ground. God says before you leave, take a stone out of the bed of the river. And on the other side of what you've been through, on the other side of all your problems, I want you to just remember what the Lord has done for you. Tell somebody God has been so good to you. I know it's not easy. Some of you are dealing with illnesses. Some of you are dealing with hardships. Some of you are dealing with family crisis right now. But I'm hearing God says, move towards it. Don't run away from it. And I'll make it all right. And when I do, I just need you to build a special memorial. I need you to praise me like you've never praised me before. I need you to worship me like you've never worshipped me before. Now let me tell you something. And listen, here is the greatest memorial you can give to the Lord, your commitment. To commit to something greater than yourself. Commit to the church, commit to the Lord. And if you have not made that commitment, then God has said, what are you waiting on? The greatest memorial you can give to God is commit to something greater than you. Say to the Lord, I can't make it by myself, Lord, I'll never survive by myself. And after we pray to those of you who want to recommit your life, those of you that would like to join the church and make that commitment today. See, you can't move forward with an old mindset. You've got to shake it off. Tell the Lord, here I am. My greatest memorial is committing my life. I know I'm not perfect. And I have made some mistakes. And I will in all likelihood make some more mistakes. But God is good. His mercy is good. Come on, tell him again. God did not quiet great is. Come on, tell him. Sees, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, day, after, day. day after day. Think about it.
1: You're...
0: Think about it just before we pray. And if you've not joined the church, if you've not made that commitment, I want to wait on you. I want to be right here for you. Mercies.
1: Ah, Forever
0: faithful. Forever. Forever faithful. Always providing. Always providing.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Great Praise your, is. Mercy. Is your mercy. Praise, Praise your, grace. Is your grace.
0: Lord, we thank you. We, we bless your name. And here we are, standing on the river's edge. Here we are, Lord standing on the banks of a flooded river but we hear your instructions not to retreat not to be afraid but to walk towards it in fact get in it get in the middle of it (laughs) and watch you make a way out of nowhere somebody is about to step in the middle of their jordan river Somebody, God, is about to do the supernatural for right now. Someone's rivers are about to back up. The flood is about to be over. Have your way, Lord. Move right now. It is already done. Somebody's making that decision to make this the day that they make that decision to commit their lives to you. Bless them in a special way. This is our prayer. In the name of Jesus Christ, your son, we pray and give thanks. And everybody that know it is so, say amen. Amen. Put your arms around somebody and say, it's all right. It's all right. If you want to join the church, come on. Don't leave the way you came. Don't let the devil get any glory. If you want to make that commitment, you, your family members, come on, you want your to recommit yourself. Come on, come stand right here. Come on, God bless you. If please ever somebody else, Let this be your day. Come on. Let this be your day. You've got to have the faith to step out. Step towards the river. Step towards the flood. Come on. I know it's not easy. You've got to walk it. Come on. Step towards it. Come on. somebody else. God is calling you. you. Is there anybody else? you got to walk towards me. it. Come on. Your team. mercies
1: oh, sure. go after day
0: after
1: day. Yeah.
0: So listen. Indulge me for a moment. My heart is overflowing. Eight years ago, Sister Sharon Reynolds, healthy, two and five, amen. In fact, helped me so much on my re-election. I love this lady. She has since had a really bad time. Doctors gave her up many times. In fact, one time, Sister Nicole Holland and I went to her house, prayed for her, prayed for her at the hospital, Amen. The doctor said, they called me and says, the doctor says, Sharon is not going to make it. (laughs) That was over a year ago, maybe two years ago. She came to see me Tuesday night and says, Daryl, I've been watching on the internet, but I'm coming to join the church Sunday. This is her mother who pushed her down the aisles. Don't tell me what God can't do. You may be in this chair. But you're still here. Amen. The devil gets no glory. Amen. Somebody give God a hand of praise for all of these. Come on. Great is your
1: grace.
0: Come on, as as we take them all Great back. Is as we take mercy. them back. Amen. She's coming right now. Amen. As we take them. Amen. Your loving
1: kindness.
0: Come on, one of the deacons is gonna push her back. Your your tender mercy, mercy.
1: Say it right in him. Come on, clap those hands, buddy.
0: Stand for the benediction, Ooh, this is a miracle, so you may see her in this chair, but when I saw her last, she was flat on her back in her bed, and they wanted hospice to come in over a year ago, couldn't, could barely talk, now she's rolling down the aisles, said I give God some, every now and then you have gotta walk towards your river, amen somebody, and we say thank you. Thank you. We invite you to come back on Tuesday night and we're going to elaborate on those three points. Amen. Remember next Sunday is the beginning of 12 weeks of power. 12 weeks of a right now word. Find a friend. Find somebody who somehow have been convinced by the enemy that their life does not matter. Find somebody who thinks because of what they've done, because of their situation, that nobody cares for them. Tell them, yes, you do matter and we're going to tell them about it next Sunday. Amen. Thank you to all of these young people. Thank you to all of you. May God bless you. Have a very happy Memorial Day weekend. As we lift those hands, thank you, Jalisa. We are praying for your grandmother. Amen. All of you, remember to go out and vote on this Tuesday. Now may the grace of God and sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us now, tomorrow, and forevermore. And the church that loves God's word said, Amen. 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 Greet somebody perhaps you do not know this.